What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to the 33 Ring Podcast, uh, maybe formerly known as the Second Take Pod, um, but we're here. It's, <laughs> it's a separate thing. It's a separate yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's something different. We're just we've decided to do. Um, right now, it's me and Noah. We're over here uh, checking out the Rockets and Bucks game. We're in the third quarter. Uh, I think right now Rockets are still up, but yeah, we just want to talk about some ball. It's been a long time since we got to get together and do this, so uh, I'm excited. Uh, I think Noah is. We've been talking about it for a while. So yeah, uh, yeah, we got a better setup uh, too. We're not having to drive to each other. Um, yeah. So we're doing it online. So if any weird uh, noises comes up or whatever, that's what's going on. Is yeah, we're, we're uh, talking over Discord. Yeah, it's definitely not our greatest <coughs> audio, maybe, but uh, we'll we'll figure it out. There's definitely going to be some uh, twists and turns to get through, but I think it's going to be great. Um, yeah, so the first thing I wanted to jump into um, while we're watching this game is just that the eight seed for the West, and because you know the the Spurs took over the Blazers today for the nine, uh, which would put them in the playoff with uh, the Grizzlies. So I just didn't know what you thought about that, or if you, uh, I don't know, you know. My mic was muted. Was <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to cut in. You just kept talking. I was like, what is yeah, going on? I was um, trying to feel it. Like, oh, he's going to say something. I was going to say, uh, just so everybody knows, though, we're at uh, 8 minutes and 47 seconds in the third quarter of the Bucks and Rockets game on um, August 2nd. With James Harden being the primary defender on Brooke Lopez. This yeah. is what 2020 has come to. <laughs> yeah, so um, just so if anybody wants to, like, if you have a way to rewatch the games and you want to follow along or if there's like some big play that happens i'm sure but we'll comment on it as it goes yeah. um but okay so you said you want to talk about the eight seed yeah um, just who you, maybe who you think would get it who, from like i said from a Lakers standpoint you know it's just it doesn't really matter I, from a Lakers yeah. standpoint um to me i think that the last team you guys might want to see is the blazers um yeah just because dame and cj like they could get hot you know, like, yeah, you never know. Um, I mean, I'm I'm fairly confident that the Lakers would be all right. But uh, if I was a Lakers fan, the last ones I would want to see were the Blazers. They almost came back on the Celtics today. Yeah, I yeah. was not happy about it at all. And Dame was just going crazy in the third and the fourth. Um, well, the only thing the Lakers struggle with is really the good defensive teams. Um, like the offensive teams, we can kind of put a hold on, you know, and mm-hmm. I think I think our defense is good enough. And I think. Uh, this version of LeBron playing defense is different than you know. The I last agree. Two and years we've seen. I think that the Lakers are so tall too that maybe the Blazers just with their guard heavy offense yeah. just won't really cut it. I mean, although they do have Nurk- Nurkic and um, and Whiteside yeah, they get their now. looks at you. Yeah, Nurk, Whiteside, um, Collins. Yeah, so, so mean, they, they they've got some stuff. They're really. I don't want to make this into a Blazers podcast, but they they really are missing that three man. You know. Yeah. Um, I guess it's pretty much like determined that there's going to be a play in for the eight seed, though, right? Because I mean, yeah, like the, it's, yeah, um, it, it would be nine. very unlikely that they would be four and a half games up on the nine seed as the exactly. Grizzlies. They're two and a half right now, I think. Yeah, like I think that. so. Um, yeah. So, um, who, who, as a Lakers fan, who are you most afraid of? Definitely the Blazers. Um, the Blazers. I that, well, just the experience they have. Um, I mean, I could say that, you know, for San Antonio from a coach and staff standpoint, but those players have never really been in too many meaningful series. Yeah. Um, outside of DeRozan and Aldridge. I mean, look at the rest of their team, like Derek White and those guys. And 
DeJounte Murray. Like, they've never really had to play a part in you know, it. That, that uh, Spurs team reminds me a lot of, like, the Isaiah Thomas um, Celtics. Yeah. Just kind of like they got a couple, like, names. Um, but it's just like, man, they're they're all right, you know, but they're kind of mm-hmm. just overperforming. Um, really good coaching. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be afraid of the Spurs at all. I don't even know if I would say overperforming. They got 29 wins this year. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, guess, I, I guess that's true. <laughs> well, I, don't, I mean – to me, for namesake, I think they're underperforming because I still think Aldridge is one of the best bigs in the NBA from the standpoint of, you know, scoring the ball. And uh, I don't know. DeRozan's never going to be the best player on a championship team or yeah. even like a, a contending team. But the Raptors were had great records, but they were never a serious thought. And, no, they might actually get out of the East. You know? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I think he's gone anyways. I don't think he'll be a Spur next year. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to ask about that. I didn't want to sway the conversation anywhere but i wonder where he ends up um i just don't know of any team that like he just i feel like he like just puts teams in limbo you know yeah i wrote a i wrote an article for lakers central not too long ago about the uh like what the next year lakers roster looks like mm-hmm. i said it was a stretch and i said but if DeRozan was willing to take less money because i think it'll be a buyout i don't know how many trade partners they'll have for him um Unless you're just like a, I don't know, the Nets. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, we got to get a third option to make this happen right. today. Um, I think it matters a lot where Beal Beal lands, right? If yeah, he, uh, if he's able to move, that'll be that'll be every contending team's offseason priority. Even the yeah. Lakers will try to make a push for Beal, mm-hmm. um, and rightfully so. Yeah, there's so. no doubt that people want Bill over DeRozan. Oh no, Bill's no unreal. doubt. Yeah, uh, <laughs> real deal, Bill. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just the team. Yeah, the team I fear the most is definitely the Blazers, and you know, Zion just looks so out of I'd, shape right now that I can't even consider the, the Pelicans a threat. Like, what, I just don't. What happened to that? Do you remember that picture? Uh, maybe a few months ago, where it was like, man, Zion's added ten pounds of muscle, and he's like in great shape. And now Zion I was I was watching him play, and it's like he doesn't really look any different. I don't know where that picture went. Zion needs to lose 50 pounds of muscle just to be able to function like for 28 minutes in a game. Like it's just not good, bro. And that picture was not even months ago. It was literally, yeah, maybe a month ago that we sent it in that group message on Twitter. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, where's the rest of his body at? They're just showing me his shoulders. Like, right. I don't, <laughs> I don't you, believe you. Are you the one that sent the tweet that said that he looks like uh, he walks like he's got uh, a pocket full of quarters? <laughs> Dude, that is so funny. There's so many oh. tweets about the way he walks. Like he can't bend his knees. Like one knee doesn't bend. Like yeah, people were saying the same thing about somebody. Uh, Tua, Tua for the Dolphins. They're like he, he's walking like his knee still hurts. <laughs> people, people are like vouching for it. Like he always walks like this. And I was like this is way too serious. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, the Pelicans. If I think if Zion was healthy and looked like he could play 30 30 to 33 minutes i think he makes a big difference because i think he can bother ad just for off of strength and athletic ability alone yeah i agree um and you know they got a lot of a lot of bigs who can score i mean we have if you watch javel mcgee and I'm, i get he makes a lot of energy plays and we block a lot of shots but he's one of the worst team defenders i've ever seen um he gets so lost on possessions and rotations and it's like how are you lost with lebron screaming at you telling you where to go <laughs> like he literally yells the whole time and you still can't figure out where you're running like he starts games and i feel like i never see him again after he starts the game um and dwight also is a terrible rotation defender it's so weird that they get help side blocks all the time but like 
but they have to move up to the arc and then come back down. They can't comprehend how to do it, which yeah. is why Anthony Davis is a fantastic human. truly (laughs) truly he's awesome Um, but yeah i mean i'm not worried about the spurs if we play the grizzlies i think we sweep Um, i think so too yeah i don't think the grizzlies win in the play-in against really any of the teams i don't think that they win against the pelicans i definitely don't think they win uh well, okay, so they do only... No, no, they'll beat the Pelicans, bro. I'm telling so, you they'll beat the Pelicans. So the Grizzlies, the way it works is they only have to win one, but the other team has to win two, win right? Two. yeah. And I think, I think Jaw and Jaron Jackson Jr. could probably win you a game. Yeah, now that I'm thinking... Because for some reason, I kept thinking that was like the best of three, but it's yeah. not really the best of three, so... I want to um, sit here and be like, the, the playing is stupid. Like they've earned it, but like they've won thirty-two games. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. It's 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 the uh, the absolute most fair setup for uh, like an unfair situation. In except my for opinion. the fact, except for the scheduling, because I mean they completely tried to put the Pelicans in the playoffs. Yeah, they definitely did. And they uh, definitely tried how, to put the Blazers out. Like the Blazers' schedule was ridiculous. How much of it was like uh, what schedule they had left? Because I know that. Did, was it just random? Yeah, they just threw it together. I didn't know that. I thought that it was kind of based on like, oh, these teams haven't played yet, no, like we, the amount no, of times they're supposed have, to. We wouldn't have played the Clippers again. Okay. I thought you would have. Mm-mm. I'm not a fan of the West, so or a team on the West, so I don't know. Uh, we'd, already, we'd already played them three times. I mean, sometimes you play a team four times. Maybe we did play them again. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was like the same division plays four times. That's what I Maybe. thought it was. I thought it was yeah, you're right. And then the rest of the conference is three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay. other conferences. Then, yeah. then yeah, we had one more game with them. But um but yeah, I mean if you just look at the the Blazers um schedule, it's ridiculous. They definitely don't want them in. There's, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> there's no um, box office appeal to that, so I get it. I don't but, know, man. You get Dame in the playoffs again, like Sun and Russell Westbrook somehow. I mean not if they eight seed, but no, I don't think. I think if they played the Rockets, they'd probably get beat in five. You're probably right. Yeah, I just think uh, Harden is unreal. Al- almost double the player that Paul George is. Gosh, man! So it- it's great. It shows how talented the league is. That a lot of times when I talk about the top five players in the NBA, James Harden doesn't come into my conversation. Really? Yeah. It, are you if saying I- that from your perspective, or? Somebody else doesn't come up in the top five. No, for my, for mine. I really? Just, he's not in my top five just because, I mean, I, I'm talking about a fully healthy NBA. Not a, cause so I'm, I'm taking Steph and KD in consideration. Yeah, so right. So, so who's he taking over? You know, LeBron, Steph, KD, um, Giannis. And then um, fill in that fifth one, whoever you want to fill it in with. But Yeah, I guess people would be remiss if we didn't say Kawhi. I guess yeah. it's a, I guess it's a Kawhi or James Harden right there. I want to say uh, Anthony Davis. <clears throat> Yeah, that's tough. That's what I'm saying. It's like the fact yeah, that that, that just shows how talented the league is that you can make an argument that Harden's not one of the five best players, although he's a perennial MVP top three guy. Yeah, man. I really do think that we'll look back on James Harden's career and be like, man, what were we watching? You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I mean that in like a multifaceted way. It's like, how is he scoring this many points? And then you like watch the tape and you're like, what is he doing? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think uh, the th- my thing with Harden is that he's one of the only guys, if not the only guy in NBA has history to legitimately have a team built and operated completely around what he can do, like his skill set. 
Yeah, um, him and him and D'Antoni are like a match made in heaven. Yeah, even though I don't think D'Antoni's gonna be back next year. I mean, they still haven't extended him. His contract runs out this season. Mm. What so I think they, he's gone. What are they doing, man? I mean, every what coach is gonna come in and do a do better with the lineup that they have? I don't know well, all their contracts, but yeah, I mean, I just think that. A coach can come in and say, hey, James Harden's going to have the ball for 70% of the time that he's on the floor. And everybody yeah. else spread out. Um, but I just I don't guess, think that. But... I mean, I'm not a big D'Antoni guy. So to me, I'm, not e- I'm, I'm not either, but they've they've built their roster to be a D'Antoni guy or a D'Antoni yeah. team. Well, they've shown the ability to deconstruct and reconstruct pretty well. Yeah, Daryl Morey's a crazy man. Yeah, I love Daryl Morey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but he's a crazy man. Like, <laughs> sure. But, um, yeah, I just, the Rockets are, in, in my opinion, the as a Lakers fan, I'd rather see um, probably the Clippers, to be honest with you, than the Rockets. Really? Yeah, and I I think the Clippers are great. Um, man, they looked pretty good against the Pelicans the other night. Which well, it's it's they're not they're not gonna well they're not gonna shoot what what did they shoot from three over fifty percent didn't they yeah it hit twenty five like it wasn't a low a low sample size either right so I mean I mean like I said I like the Clippers and I think preseason they were my favorite and I just think they haven't had enough time to mesh and really work through who's gonna close games for them Mm -hmm. um I think in the playoffs you have to know who's gonna close your games and it's like the other night against us a close game and. Paul George has a hot hand, and for some reason, Kawhi, who had been locked up the whole fourth quarter by LeBron, um, was operating as if he needed to take that last shot. And the ball should have just been in Paul George's hands from the start, in my opinion. I mean, he'd been tearing us up in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, I, to me, if you have a hot Paul George, he gets the ball. I just, yeah, there's just got to be a certain identity to it. And I mean, there's a case that you can make that Lou Will should have the ball. If That's what I was going to say. You, you would think that it would at least like be in his hands. Yeah. At some point in the possession, if Lou Will is there. Yeah. I mean, the the thing with Lou Will is the the mismatch hunting. That's just what LeBron did to them last time Lou Will was there. I mean, just yeah. tore, tore them apart. Um, finding people who could just tear up Lou Will, which is everybody in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lou, Lou can't guard anybody. He's, I mean, he's the equivalent of Trey Young in the defensive standpoint. So. Yeah, I, just, I definitely think that the Lakers – I disagree with you. I think that um, you should want to see the the Rockets over the Clippers personally. Um, I don't. I would I, say that just because nobody can guard AD on that team. But at the same time, where do, where does Javale and Dwight fit in? Who are we putting in the game? I mean, if we run a lineup with, I don't know, man, Caruso, Dion, LeBron, uh, Kuzma, AD. I mean, maybe. Right. Know? It's just the rotations itself. I don't know how Jr. even fit. Jr. is barely even playing. So right, yeah, it, it surprised me that they picked up Dion and Jr. Oh, I'm, I was I was cool with the Dion from the start. I know Dion yeah. can play. Yeah, it's just a matter of if his head's in the right spot. It was just interesting to me that they picked up like two of the same player in my eyes. <laughs> don't, <laughs> but, do that. don't do that to <laughs> Dion, bro. Jr. JR is nothing like Dion at this point in their career. In their 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 role on that Lakers team, I think is pretty similar. Yeah, well, I think Dion should play twenty five minutes a game. So mm. that's how that's. I mean, he's so good in the pick and roll, man. He's so fun to. I mean, he's one of the. You got to think when LeBron wins, he has other guys who can make 
really tough shots and operate in the pick and roll, whether it's Kyrie or D Wade. Right. And the Lakers didn't have that. It's not Rondo. It's not Bradley. It's not these guys who are on the roster. And Dion can come in and say, "Hey, run me this pick and roll. I'll split these defenders, and I can hit a step back immediately." Like, yeah. And I think that that's uh, something that LeBron has to have with somebody who can take the pressure off of him to have to create. And Dion's not the best passer in the world, but you know he doesn't have to be for the for the eighteen minutes he's playing. Just right. come in and score, and that's all I want you to do. So, how do you think that they're? Um, I I watched the Clippers game and the Raptors game that the Lakers played, but I didn't like watch it with any sort of intent. Oh, um, yeah. What what's their uh, rotations looking like? Is uh, is Dion on the court at the same time as LeBron? How are they splitting they, that up? They do a really good job of staggering Dion. Um, he's on the floor with LeBron pretty often. Uh, but at the same time, you know, he comes in with Kuzma, right? Leave leave AD on the floor, and he's actually really their primary ball handler at that mm-hmm. point. Um, he's not bringing the ball up the court more often than not. But when they come in, they give it to him, and it's just a pick and roll immediately. It's something out of that set. So I just think that um, to me, Dion will be on the floor without LeBron more often than not, and he has been, in my opinion. Um, and he can shoot it too. So LeBron finds him here and there when they're on the floor together. But I don't think he's the best in the catch and shoot situation. Yeah, how do you feel about um your coach having like a um like a reality like prank show? What? <laughs> I was talking to um somebody the other day. Dude, Frank Vogel looks like uh that dude off in Practical Jokers. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking with the with the bald head like the Yeah, he's balding. Oh, what is His name's like Joe or Joey or something. Yes, bro. Yeah. I want to I want to come up with like a viral tweet where uh He's like he's having like one of those uh halftime uh reports or whatever. And it's yeah. like the other dudes with the earpieces on being like Joe, call her stupid or something like <laughs> I don't know if you might think that that's that funny, but just looking at him, I was like, dude, they look like he's just got a better head of hair and he's not as fat and that's it. Yeah. I, when you said that I really thought like you were like, Oh, he made an appearance on JaVel's vlog and <laughs> pranking somebody. And I was like, Gah. No, no. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. So maybe me saying the Rockets is scarier is scarier to me is a stretch, but they still scare me. They're they're the team that scares me outside of the Clippers. Does the Clippers worry me? Um, yeah, they were my preseason favorite. So I would say the Clippers are still probably the team that scares me the most. But Rockets are right behind them just because of Harden and Westbrook. How are we feeling about uh, what the Mavericks can do in the postseason? I think it depends on who they play. I think the Mavericks right now they play the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And they do. I think I think they can give the Clippers six, if not seven. I think they can give a lot of teams any sort of trouble, especially if they move up. Um, God, can you imagine a Clippers Rockets first round matchup? I would love it. Gosh, that'd be I crazy. Would love it. Yeah. Just for the just for the storylines. Yeah. Um, uh, I've yet to see. Maybe the no fans thing helps Paul George. Because <laughs> he's he's just not been a good playoff player. Playoff P hasn't came out yet. No, they tweeted somebody tweeted the other day. They're talking about LeBron. They're like, I think LeBron needs fans to be effective. And I was like, I don't no, know. I don't think so. I was, like, I was like, I don't, I don't think so. I don't. But you know, maybe. But um, like Kuzma, I think it helps Kuzma um, with no fans there. I hmm. literally think he's playing with more effort than I've ever seen him play with. He's more comfortable. You can just tell he's knows where he wants to be, which is great for me because I've hated Kuzma for two years. So it's <laughs> yeah, been, you have. It's, it's been fun to watch him play good. Um, <laughs> but, no, I think uh, the Mavs are scary for anybody, man. Yeah, man. The, they the have the they number score. one offense in the NBA, right? Yeah, the way they score the ball, man, the way they spread the floor. They, they play a lot like Houston. 
in a sense of, hey, we're just going to take threes. And a just lot give of, Luca the ball and let him create. Yeah. Kristaps looked really nice the other day, too. Kristaps has looked good for the last two months of the season that yeah. he actually played. I think, uh, I think, I mean, Trey Burke looked like Alan Iverson on the floor the other day. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, it was so wild. I was tweeting about it. I was like, I'm laughing every time he scores. <laughs> Everything Dude, is going in. I mean, they got um, Seth Curry, too, who can get hot. Like, yeah, him I mean, and, so their their leading scores the other day were uh, one Porzingis, two uh, Trey Burke, three Tim Hardaway Jr., and then it was uh, Luca at four. Really? It's just like yeah. Dang, yeah, because Luca had like what, like uh, twenty. It was an inefficient twenty. Yeah, it was it was not pretty. Um, he airballed a lot. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Doesn't isn't Luca's? What if Luca like gets in the gym and puts some muscle on? He needs to go work out with Giannis in the off season. No oh God, he I looks like an man. eighth grader that used to be fat and then grew, <laughs> and still has those like <laughs> like tube arms that like just uh, <laughs> like someone like a third grader drew them, and it was just this like is, a straight line. Yeah, this is my thing with body shaming NBA players, except for Zion. Um, hey, no, it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. They're six foot eight. It's not gonna hurt their feelings. No, no. Here's no. Listen to me. This is my thing. Like so, like the like the fat Kyle Lowry stuff. Yeah, and he's ripped. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> oh, he's benching four fifteen as a point guard. Or I don't know how much he benches, but no. Oh, I guarantee you, he's a hoss. Oh. It's just like I don't think people understand how good a shape these guys are really in. Like, oh, and much better shape than me. I can oh, guarantee yeah. you that. But. You know, it doesn't. That doesn't mean that for I think, NBA standard, you shouldn't lose weight. I think that so. Zion could legitimately rip my arm off if he wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> like, or any any sort of extremity. He could just rip it off. So yeah. I mean, he's very strong. But no, it's um, just it's just fun to you know. It's like, hey, you can't be six foot eight and really good at everything and not like <laughs> catch some heat. So that's why. For three. Oh my gosh, man! If Giannis oh, is going to wow. shoot, if Giannis is going to shoot. You know, thirty footers. <laughs> I think you just live with it. Yep, that's what they do. Jeff Green. I think your I think your stream is a little behind mine. But um, yeah. What I really wish I could see Phoenix in the playoffs. By the way, I don't. I do. I think that full. I think I think fully healthy. They're better than the Grizzlies. I think they're better than the Spurs. I think they're better than the Pelicans. Um, when what? they had when they had Baines and Dayton. And Dayton and Aiton. Um, <laughs> Dayton. They had, they had Vans and uh, Bans. DeAndre. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just going to call them both Baiton and put it together. So they had Baiton. <laughs> so when they, when they, they got Bayton two guys Baiton over there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're master Baiton. They looked really good, man, and it gives and Rubio and Booker. I love everybody was together. I love Ricky Rubio on that team. What was their reasoning for getting rid of TJ Warren? What did they did they have to do that? I'm not just talking about just because he had the 53 point game the other day. Because I was I don't know if you remember, but I was talking shit about them doing that this time last year when they did it. Yeah, like we all agreed it was ignorant. Yeah. So like, what was there? Was there a reason behind that, or were they just like? Not when that was reported. <laughs> like I, I didn't think, think it so. Was a salary cap thing. I think they just wanted to get rid of him. Man, that and is. 
I mean, I weird. think TJ fits in perfect with him, but I think it's partly, you know, let me open up more minutes for uh, Mikhail Bridges. And Yeah. Dog, hold on. I got a debate with a dude on Twitter the other day, which Let's is, you know, a normal day in paradise for me. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> this dude was telling me he was like, he, he kept saying that the Suns didn't lose the draft when they got Aiden and Mikhail. And I was like, technically, you lost the draft. I was like, you have the number one pick, and you took the third or fourth best player in that draft. So far. He was like, yeah. And he was like, but Aiton and Mikel are have more of an impact than Luca will. I was like, no. <laughs> what? No, you've lost your mind. He Dude, said, and come- it's a big man. He's not going to be around as long as Luca. Yeah, exactly. So what his argument was that those two combined have a more of an impact than uh, Luca. And I was like, no. Eh. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, we can break out the Max Kellerman argument, and it's like, yo, you don't, you don't break up a dollar for like four quarters, exactly. You know? Like, and that's what it is in that yeah. situation. Like, they didn't, they didn't have an awful draft, you know. Like, because I probably would have taken eight and number one. Um, I remember like the Celtics. I was like, oh god, I hope somehow like eight and falls, and we get the whatever pick, and because you know we're always having picks that are. Potentially, <laughs> I can't remember whose it was that that time. I think it was the the Lakers one that snuck away, uh, yeah. or maybe it was the Kings. I can't remember. But um, anyway, I remember hoping that we could get Aiden somehow. Yeah. Well, I remember. I mean, you could be Sacramento and drafted Marvin Bagley. <laughs> yeah, you could be. <laughs> uh, no offense to Bagley, I think he's a, a great talent. I just don't know if he'll ever be healthy again. Yeah, and I just I wonder how that. how Luca and um. De'Aaron Fox fit together anyways. Just kind of ball, I don't know. I don't think either one can be at their full potential. It's kind of like you got to pick one to be your your main guy, you know? Okay, but this is what I told that dude. He said that he said that Rubio opens up the game for Booker more, and I was like, you're wrong. I was like, because Luka's just as good of a passer and has the ability to score 28. And I was yeah, like, so I guess you it- have Luka and Booker. Book, book. <laughs> 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 you have Luca and Booker on both sides of the floor, and they both have great playmaking ability. Booker is one of the most underrated passers in the NBA. So I was like, you know, I guess it comes down to some usage rate stuff, though, right? I don't know the percentages yeah. right now or the rates right now, but that's the only yeah. issues that I could start to see there. Um, it's just like you know, you could have had just the, the draft in general is a loss to me. You could have had SGA instead of Mikael Bridges, like right, you like. You could have had Michael Porter. I don't I think it's going to be better. I don't really like viewing trades or drafts as a win lose, or let's say as a lo- as a lose. Like you can view them as wins, you know. Like, oh yeah. man, this was a really good pickup, but it's like, like, a lot of it's DeAndre just. Hunter and Cam Reddish were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, so much of it is just a crapshoot that I don't think that you can hold any team to, unless there's just something obvious, like there's freaking, you know, Zion at number one, and you're like. No, I want to take. Think that was obvious. I said the whole. No, time I'm saying, I'm job. saying, but but, and then you take like a uh, whoever went like number nine. I don't know. I can't remember, but yeah, you know, you do yeah. something stupid like that. Um, then you could, yeah. I guess, then you could be like, yeah, you kind of lost this. Like that was dumb. But you know, because you got different philosophies based on where your team is. Are you drafting for need or just best available? Where's your club like right now? Are you close to contending? Well, my um, question is, when you look back on a draft in 20 years, and you look back at the player you drafted, they've retired, everything's Dover. Like, it's like if you're the Rockets and, and you drafted <laughs> um, and you drafted Hakeem, but Michael went three, do you look back and you're like, dang, I wish you would have had Michael, or are you just content with what with what Hakeem gave you for that, for that time? 
Man, I mean, it's just tough to look back on anything because it's like, how does Michael develop, you know, in a different situation? Yeah. Like, I, I just think that's a a lot of whataboutism or whatever, you know. It's just it's just difficult to know what happens. Yeah. You know, maybe Hakeem well, no. just goes absolutely crazy in the Eastern Conference and, um, you know, they win. Well, the East back then was better than the West, in my opinion. So. Yeah, but maybe he doesn't retire and go play baseball or whatever and do whatever and they win eight (laughs) he didn't retire he got kicked out of the league to go play baseball let's be honest yeah all right lebron (laughs) (laughs) i I really really think that you had a gambling issue and i think okay i'm just not gonna get into it i just (laughs) there's there's a lot of things that put michael we'll save this next podcast for conspiracy theory wednesday Anyway, so, I, yeah, that was a debate. And I was just like, you can't tell me that. I mean, Luke is going to be the best player in this draft for a long time. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I think Trey will be the second best player in this draft for a long time. Who so. else came out of that draft? Luke or Trey? Man. Uh, that's a good draft. Yeah. I want to know if SGA can ever become above Trey. No. No, yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I'm leaning towards too. But just I, you know not how with, not with today's NBA. You know how I am about uh having. Uh, yeah, that's why I like Kimba's kind of killing me. Um, yeah, well, Kimba's not the best fit for Boston, but no, but he out. he helps quite a bit though. Yeah, he's a good leader. He, uh, I, I hope his knee's healthy because I think he often really makes some noise. Let's get into that. Let's get into it. East, Eastern Conference. And talk about you, the East. Yeah, do you have Milwaukee coming out? Yeah. Be stupid not to. Although, I, I uh, posted on Reddit yesterday. Like, man, the Raptors scare me, and not just because they beat the Lakers the other night. Like, they're just mm-hmm. just one of those teams, man. I don't know. I I was thinking the other day too about like, you know, everybody thinks that the West is so much better than the East, and as a as a total or in totality, it is. But I mean, if you look at like next year's top five East teams, if you just kind of keep everything the same, I mean, yeah. you got what Bucks, Celtics. Sixers, Nets, and uh, Raptors. Well, Fred VanVleet won't be a Raptor next year. Yeah, that's true. He'll be a. Uh, and you got well, the Pacers. Rumored to be rumored to be Pistons, and I don't think Oladipo will be a Pacer next year. I think he'll end up in Miami. God, I hope he ends up with the Mavs. That would be gorgeous. Yeah, it would. Then. Um, but I think I think he ends up in Miami, and I think that makes Miami. Yeah, well, and you have Miami too. Sorry, I don't mean to leave Miami out. I just yeah, I've been a Miami hater for a while. Um. <laughs> Not like not extending back to the LeBron era, but like I just don't think that they're they're getting a lot of clout this season for I think that they're not really in the like East contention. They've got um Watch clout worthy clout worthy guys. They do. Hero, Hero's very much a clout chaser to an extent. <laughs> and you know, you got guys like Bam who just flashed onto the scene, Jimmy who always has a story with him. So it's right. just like, you know, there's always gonna be media surrounding and it's Miami and Pat Riley. So. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, even though I think they're one of the best organizations in the NBA. Yeah, I do too. They're in that top echelon or whatever. I think Spolstra is one of the three best coaches in the NBA. So. Who's your Who's your top three coaches? Um, you don't have to, I'm not going to hold you to this because I haven't thought about this either. Okay, so I don't <laughs> think Pop is in mine anymore. I think really? he's shown the lack of ability to change. For I think he just NBA doesn't is. care too much anymore. I don't, I'm not going to say that. I think, I think as long as you're doing it, you care. Um, but I just don't think that – I think I don't think he's – fully capable of adapting to what the NBA is. Hmm. Do you think that that's a, do you think that that's a, um, 
an outcome of just not having the um, the resources, like the players that he needs to adapt? Well, he he went and told DeRozan that he traded Kawhi because he wanted DeRozan. And if you're that's false. Where the M- <laughs> well, if you're if you're looking at, if you're looking to where the NBA is going, you're not like, oh man, I want Demar Derozan. No, you're definitely like, not. Hey. So it's you know, I want a slasher, <laughs> <laughs> purely a slasher too. Like, yeah, they, what they drafted a point guard, Dejounte Murray, who's not a great shooter, great exactly. Defender. He's a typical pop point guard. Um, you know, so it's just like they keep the same guys around. Uh, what's his name, Patty Mills, and all these guys. I think Derek White's going to be good, but it's just like. They they make the drafts. They choose the players that are on their team more often yeah. than not. So to me, you haven't put a team that can adapt to the day's NBA, and I don't think Pop tries. But they uh, they might also not be able to get the guys. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they make the draft, but I mean they're making the playoffs every year, so it's not like they're getting the options. You know, they're not getting the best picks. They're not getting the guys that you'd really want. So maybe yeah. at some point it's like okay, these guys aren't great shooters, but so let's get like an a guy that excels in defense who can't shoot at yeah. all. Because that's at least, you know, he's not just a flat everywhere, you know. Yeah. I just think if But we can take we can we can take Pop out of the conversation. I would yeah. be okay with doing that just because I think a lot of people will be like, Oh, it's blasphemy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um Well to to me from a standpoint of, hey, I'm a basketball mind, yes, Pop is one of the, the best coaches in the NBA has of you know, I'm a basketball mind. But from a standpoint of being able to adapt and, and coach in today's NBA, he's not. So I think that my number one would probably be I'm gonna go Spolstra, bro. Really? I just think the way that Miami Heat team shoots the ball, they're the best three point shooting team in the NBA this year. I like um I like for my number one spot probably Nick Nurse. You go nurse? Okay. So I was gonna yeah. do I was gonna go Spolstra Nurse and then I was gonna go uh Stevens. So Okay. Um I feel like Budenholzer has to go in there somewhere. Nah, he doesn't have to for me. You think so? No, I think that team's orchestrated perfectly. Yeah, it's, uh, it's probably just. I mean, you have a like. I guess you do kind of have a literal freak on your team. Yeah, I mean, um, I <laughs> I was talking to somebody about how uh, they were like, "Man, like Milwaukee's inside-out defense is so good." And I was like, "Yeah, it helps when your three man is like a seven-foot like <laughs> cyborg who can take seven. one step and like <laughs> cover the three. Yeah, that really helps for inside-out defense." And then Chris Middleton's long, lengthy, can play. Eric Bledsoe is one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA. Uh, Lopez is one of the best rim protectors in the NBA for a long time. Um, so it's just like that team's constructed perfectly. I think that they're – yeah, I mean, I, I think almost anybody could go coach them. Uh, I mean, Chris Middleton's a 50-40-90 guy. So. Yeah. I So I was actually thinking about um, wilding out and putting, like, Stevens at four or around there. <laughs> Only because yeah. I think that something that we've seen that Stevens like actually does struggle with is handling talent. Um, I think that he's yeah. one of those guys that like I think it's going to work with Tatum when Tatum beca- like you know Tatum's becoming a star, Jalen Brown's kind of becoming a star. I think it'll work out because they're homegrown. But like yeah. I don't know if he can manage those guys that he doesn't have like a relationship with already. I don't think he can manage egos. I just don't think I don't know if he has a personality for it. Well, who who can manage Kyrie, man? Like I'm not. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, this team this year, Kimba's an all-star just like Kyrie is. They, they just traded places, like not traded places like by team, but like they, you know, Kimba yeah. field what Kyrie's role was, and there's been no problems. Right. And, and, and I mean, you got guys like Marcus Morris out of there. and 
Terra's year who are all looking for shots. But that's the thing, though. you got to get those guys to buy into, like, all right, Marcus, we don't need you taking contested mid-range jumpers all the time. Yeah. You know, let's leave that up to, like, our other options. I love options. how bad he plays against the Lakers every time. Dude. You know, you know, You know he hasn't made a shot against the Lakers yet? <laughs> Dude, I felt like he didn't make a single shot last season. Like, just every time he came in, it's like, yeah, I know he's going to shoot it, and I don't think he's going to make it. And then Terry Rozier would just, like, step from the three into the mid-range into a defender and, like, take a shot over him. Get old I Terry. I don't, I don't want to talk about that. but um, Get old Terry. Yeah, good old Terry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, you, so you have Milwaukee coming out of the East. I'm, my pick preseason when we did a, uh, a podcast talking about this year was philadelphia um, see i was never really that big on philadelphia i just love the potential of it and the size of it and everything they had going for them and that's how much i hated ben simmons i told khalil the other day that i've started to come around on ben simmons and liking ben simmons um yeah. respecting what respecting what his game is i like ben simmons um but i would definitely say that uh horford um is just a huge disappointment so it's just like it just didn't work out. So my my, my makes my soul smile. Yeah, my pick in the playoffs is uh, Toronto, and I think really? not just off not just based off the other day. I mean, what they've been able to do. You've got six guys or five guys averaging over thirteen. It's just such a spread out attack, and you can get hit in so many places. Mm-hmm. And I just think that defensively they're phenomenal. I've never seen a team with. And I, when I say never, I mean never. I've never seen the team rotate as well as Toronto does. Like, they close out on every shooter as quickly yeah. as they can all the time. Um, granted, they give up. They gave up open looks to the Lakers. That's because you have to send doubles at AD, and you have to send doubles at LeBron, and LeBron's going to find whoever's open. It's just right. the, the nature of playing that guy. Um, I love I love sliding in my little LeBron compliments in every conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking um, about it. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I just but they gave us some open looks, but then they closed out really well. Like Danny Green, you know, struggled, and they, you know, they they've kind of forced a lot of that. And you know, he's got a pump fake, get a second look. Like nothing's ever in rhythm against them. So I just like that team a lot, and I think that they're well equipped to handle. Giannis as much as you can handle Giannis that, so. that, that was the point that I was going to make so I wanted to say that I, th- I think I think the Bucks come out of the East let me be clear on that mm-hmm. but then I think there's a, like an echelon down and I think the Celtics and Raptors are both there I think though that the Raptors have a better chance of beating the Bucks than the Celtics do um, so if you if you were to see if you were to see Philly in the playoffs would you feel okay about it you think you all come out of that series I'm super nervous about it because, I mean, the Celtics just aren't really built to deal with a team like Philly. Yeah, who's guarding Embiid? <laughs> Daniel Tice. That's scary right there. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Tice or Enos Cantor or, um, I mean, Robert Williams hasn't been playing in these first two games back. Yeah, what's up with that? I, I, like I don't know. I, I like him a lot, too. I, one, another knock I have on Brad Stevens is that he really has a pretty short leash on his younger players. Um, Tatum was yeah. kind of an exception. But, I mean, you look well, back on Tatum. it, like... Yeah, he's Tatum and Hayward was like hurt. Yeah. So, but I mean, if you look back, like Brown didn't really play a lot his rookie year. Um, Terry Rozier wasn't really playing a lot. Uh, just like all, he he really keeps a short leash on those guys, and they you know they all go to the G League and play down there and stuff. So, um, yeah, what's his name came up and caught a body the other day. A little short guard. What's his name? Carson Edwards. Yeah, I didn't know he could dunk. Come yeah, on, he could, up. dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, I actually like um, Tremont Waters more than I like Carson Edwards. Tremont 
Quan Waters can shoot that thing. Yeah, I like him a lot. I think he could actually be um, like a, a backup point guard for a while. Who's the other guy on your all's team that's like a random guard? Uh, Brad Brad Wanamaker can shoot that thing. Yeah, yeah. He's he's actually just a really solid player. You know, he's like thirty one, like thirty one years old. I had no idea. Yeah, he was a rookie when he was like twenty nine. I think he'd been playing overseas for a while. Brad Wanamaker. Yeah, he can shoot that thing. He's got like a ninety some three point rating on two K. And then I was playing. I was like, that's who that is. I thought he was made <laughs> up. I thought he was made up. No, no, he's real. Um, he um, he's really good at just making the correct basketball play as well. I guess that's yeah. just where you know his age comes in. He just knows kind of what to do. Um, so by that's way, been really think, good fun. I don't think Romeo Langford's ever going to have any relevance to your all's team. By the way, yeah, I think the same way. Um, just uh, not that Langford won't even won't be good. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be anything special, but he just doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. So y'all should. So basically, what y'all should do is, if y'all play Philly, is bring up Taco and let Taco. You gotta think about it, right? I like would, I know it's it's kind of a meme, but like it's it is a meme, but I'm being serious. Like, yeah, I'm too. Playing Philly, like Taco can impact that game for like in a Boban role of let me get you ten minutes on the floor. Yeah, let me and, just stand there, like <laughs> and be in the way. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, then let Tatum a, come down and do a step back a three. Thing, like uh, like Giannis doesn't want to run into big old Taco Fall. I think Giannis would dunk over taco <laughs> well yeah but i'm saying <laughs> first of all Giannis could dunk Giannis might be able to dunk on anybody in the nba he might be more capable of that than anybody i've ever seen yeah <laughs> Ser- yeah so really uh, other than like shack yeah well shack is throwing people out the way <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying i mean it still counts though right <laughs> yeah for sure um but yeah I don't, I don't know if uh i'm always curious about the Celtics roster and what they're going to do with it every off season and then i don't think they ever end up doing exactly what think they're gonna do yeah i think uh, they have a they're, they're pretty good about being a long term yeah you know um sorry my monitoring just went out i didn't know what i was saying um but i think they do a pretty good job at being long term not getting lost in the sauce too much um yeah so is he, they, is he a free agent next year or is he on for a while so he can accept an option a team on, or a, he has a player well i don't know I, if you asked me before coronavirus, I would say that he doesn't because with his leg injury, he's playing good this year. So he's going to get one more, you know, four year deal, um, oh, at like no a max way. rate. No way. Yeah. There's not a chance in the world. I, I think so. I'm he's, paying Gordon Hayward four years. Well, yeah, max, you max might not, away. but some like bad team might that just needs would to kind of get a player. No, I wouldn't. But, um, do you, but do you like, think he's going to go from competing on two different franchises to going to New York? Like, yeah, I mean, I think he would if he knows. Like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm 30 years old. I have like a, I had a pretty traumatic uh, uh, ankle injury, so I know how fast this can be taken away. Let me get my four years like in the bag again. Let me get under contract and be good to go. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, this year he's averaging. Let me pull this up. So is Westbrook really just like the smaller, shorter Giannis? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hayward's averaging 17.3 points, six and a half rebounds, and 4.2 assists per game. Yeah. In 33 that, minutes. That's just not max to me. And he's shooting 50%. Yeah, it's it's definitely not max, but it's uh, 
it's maxed to like a New York or it's maxed to a, um, I don't know, like maybe an Atlanta or something. I don't know how like the, um, how the money would work out there, but Dallas is going to pay him. Do what? Dallas is going to pay him. You think so? No, I hope <laughs> not. but I don't I know. Mean, I just... Yeah. He's, he's a, he's a really good fit for like pretty much any sort of like offensive style, any sort of team Yeah, he fits well with. But so, I mean, I hope that he, um, I'll take him on the Lakers for Danny Green money. I'm sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take him on the Celtics for more than that. Um, but um, I think that he probably accepts now because who knows what the cap's going to do and then yeah. gets his option uh, or gets to become a <clears throat> an unrestricted free agent uh, next next offseason. Yeah. And then I don't know what I hope the Celtics do because he's, he's, he helps a lot on that team, uh, but they need a big – they got to figure out their big man situation. I tell you, uh, y'all can do it. Y'all can go the Tristan Thompson route. Mm. I love Tristan Thompson, man. I think he's great at what he does. So I'm, I'll be a fan forever. I seriously. Uh, seriously. Elaborate on that. You just like uh. I just think he's such a like great guy. Yeah, yeah, the way he rebounds, that he he's mobile enough to help on defense whenever he needs to. <laughs> do you remember when he was uh, saying uh? Last year, he was like, hey, we're still the, the Eastern Conference oh, champions. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we didn't have to talk about that part of it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't vouch for that. Uh, I mean, anybody who is in a long-term relationship with the Kardashian, you know, yeah. has some mental problems. Where did Kanye? Um, oh. I mean, let's just be real about it. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, I'm not saying he's mentally <laughs> all the way there, but I just like him as a player. And I... I think I think he's a Laker next year. So, well, you yeah, know, LeBron a, likes bringing his guys back. Yeah, that's the, no exactly, and that's reigned true his whole life. So, yeah, <laughs> and he loves Tristan Thompson. And I think that Tristan Thompson's a Laker next year. To Rich Paul going to be the starting point guard. Rich Paul, <laughs> starting point guard. I don't know, man. I think uh, what's the other dude's name? The light skinned dude he played with in high school. He's like a senior when LeBron was a freshman. I'm not sure. I can't think of it either. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think Tristan's a a Laker for sure next year. Yeah, I don't think that he. Obviously, they need to find a. Uh, going back to the Celtics, they need to find like a young big man that's going to uh, going to be able to kind of grow with Tatum and Brown, or a younger big man. I would love for them to get their hands on Miles Turner. Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, them too. They could have drafted him. They took Robert really? Williams. Yeah, they took Robert Williams before uh, Mitchell Robinson. I thought that they were going. I thought they were going to take uh, Mitchell, but they didn't. I'm trying to look at my roster predictions for the Lakers. This is I know that I covered a bunch of bigs, so I was hoping that I could talk to you about the uh, the big options. I think um, somebody else for the Lakers man. or for the Celtics. Is for the we, Celtics, uh, Boogie, y'all could take a risk on. Um. Yeah, you could, but I just don't know if it's worth it at this point because they have serviceable bi- serviceable bigs. Um, Willie Cauley Stein. Yeah, I'm not against that. I'm not against um a guy like Nerlens Noel. Uh, he's a, he's a Boston guy actually. Cauley Stein is one of the f- four or five best bigs in the NBA at switching onto guards. Yeah, and I and think you, that makes up for a lot of what Kimba can't do. Um, 
So, you know, I, mean, I think he's a great energy guy, too. So, the, and, the, that, and he doesn't play. They don't put him in the game. So. You, the thing about the Celtics, you've got to have a smart screen and roll um, and ceiling guy as your big. No, Brad, not that. Brad Stevens' <laughs> offense. Watch watch how much uh, in the uh, like Tatum and, and Kimba and Marcus Smart pick and roll. They'll get the Tice is one of the best in the league at doing this. They'll catch it. They'll it'll always be a like a dribble handoff. It'll never be like just a straight up pick and roll. And then yeah. they'll they'll put their guy in jail. Tice will seal each side, and that's how Tatum gets to the bucket so much. Um, so it's super important for those guys to know what they're doing on the offensive end and kind of know how to read that. So they do need the defense for sure, but that's why Tice is playing so well. Yeah. Is because he's able to do that offensively. I think I read a stat that Daniel Tice has the uh, the highest offensive rating of any Celtic ever at this point. What? I think I read that stat the other day. I guess it, it depends on what you mean by offensive rating, but let me see if I can find that. Whoa. Listen, I'm going to read you this quick because you know how everybody talks about how Laker fans are you know Dumb. irrational irrational <laughs> when it comes to who's going to be on their team next year yeah you this, this for is a while. my ro- this is my roster predictions for next year you tell me if it's irrational okay okay uh, 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 uh. lebron james uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right these are the starters this is the starting lineup lebron danny green joe harris anthony davis javel mcgee okay off the bench i say we bring boogie back on the on the minimum KCP, Derrick Rose, and a Kuzma trade. Alice Caruso, Tristan Thompson, Horton Tucker, Rondo, Bradley, Waiters, and Jared Dudley. I mean, I think all that's inside the realm of possibility. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. Yeah, I yeah, saw I saw some post the other day from some like Lakers page that was like, uh, "Word is that Paul George is going to be a Laker in the summer of 2022," and like some other. I think it was like Chris Paul as well, um, and a couple other people or something. I don't know. I mean, if Chris Paul gets a chance to play with LeBron, I'm sure he will. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see Chris Paul in however many years that's going to be. Um, I, I don't want Paul George to be a Laker. I'm no interest. No interest at all. Yeah, I'm looking for this tie stat. I can't find it. Oh, People yeah. are really coming at James Harden on Twitter. Said, I wish I could just be seven feet and run and just dunk. <laughs> About Giannis is, yeah, and Giannis is thirty four, <laughs> seventeen, and eight right now. <laughs> but they're losing. You can't come at Harden for that though. Oh my God, they're losing. Yeah, they, are losing. <laughs> they were just down by six, or up by <laughs> up by six. Yeah, that's what Houston does, man. That's what yeah, so we got they, a minute left. That's what they did the other night. Yeah, minute seventeen, Middleton just airballed. Yeah, one twelve, one thirteen. I'm gonna call a. Uh, uh, Robert Covington three on this possession. Put him up four. I'm gonna call that um PJ Tucker gets it in the corner. <laughs> that's that's always the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh did you see that Paul Pierce meme today about him being upset we all gave up the comeback? <laughs> yeah, he was laying down like sideways in the <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> oh man. Uh so while we're waiting for the end of this game, you want to explain the 33 rings thing? It's not that difficult. What does it mean again? I can't remember. No. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so the name, we, uh, I'm a Celtics fan, if you couldn't tell, and you probably had no idea, but, Le- uh, 
Justice is a, a, a LeBron fan. So uh, <laughs> a what fan? So obviously he's on the Lakers now. No way! So, <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do you this. You know, actually, I think LeBron only has three rings, Justice. So he that doesn't equal thirty three. Oh my! No. <laughs> so I'm a I'm a Celtics fan. Justice is a Lakers fan. So uh, go ahead and tell them how many rings they have. Lakers have how many? Enough. How many? Not 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 enough. Not enough to deal with you all. <laughs> enough. We're almost there. We've got sixteen. Yeah, and, yeah, and the Celtics got seventeen. So yeah, those up. You got thirty three. Rings. Yeah, it's the yeah. 33 Rings podcast. <laughs> so, look, Covington's on the floor. House is in the corner. Oh, no, I'm behind. I'm behind oh, on my man. stream. Oh, man. You want me to commentate it for you? No, no <laughs> just don't, don't spoil anything. Switch over to mine. Okay. I'm, I'm live streaming it to you, remember? Oh, my gosh. Gosh, man. Yeah, well, what do you think happened? <laughs> Harden took a 40 foot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he sure did. Oh, my goodness. And he Wesley built the house with that one. So, okay, I'm watching yours now. Let me quit watching mine. Okay. Matthew, I don't know if that's the, the shot that they wanted, but. <laughs> Watch this, though. Oh, <laughs> dude, Brooke Lopez is so good. No, I agree, man. <laughs> you know what I'd love to see? It'll never happen. If the Celtics could get a hold of Marcus Hall. God, oh my that. gosh, that would be fantastic! <laughs> I would love that. Uh, I was hoping they would trade for him back in the day whenever he was uh coming off the Grizzlies. They just called it a shooting foul. Yeah, they did. Shout out Westbrook. He's been a much better free throw shooter than he was the last two years. Is he allowed to walk fifty feet in the other direction and come back? No, I think he just learned how to bottle up some <laughs> of his energy. <laughs> it's crazy how good of a free throw shooter he was. And then him just not being able to walk back 50 yards is what kept him from being able to shoot them anymore. Yeah. Well, what's your free throw routine? My free throw routine? Yeah. Dog, I'm, I stay on the line. Two bounces, a little spin in my hand. Right. I'm a terrible free throw shooter. I do, I, do, part. I do three bounces and then a spin. Really? So do, you let the spin do you let the spin hit the ground or do you spin it in your no, hand? No, 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 no. Spin it in my hand. No, nah, I, hit, I hit the ground. No, see, listen, bro. The craziest thing in high school, I was plus forty percent from three, and I was like sixty percent of the free throw line. <laughs> like, I, it just didn't really make a lot of sense. I couldn't shoot free throws. I was, I don't think I had the attention span for free throws. Well, see, maybe if they uh, if they stopped letting you, uh, um, do your routine, you couldn't take those two dribbles, then you would have been like a forty uh, percent. That, no, that's probably valid. <laughs> Who knows? I love looking at Tyson Chandler. At what point does Tyson Chandler play? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I hated Tyson Chandler back in 2K12. I always played with the <laughs> Knicks. I, just, I can't look at Tyson Chandler the same way because I play with him in 2K12. And I, you can ask Darian Shrims if you're listening to this. I would make the most annoying Knicks lineups. It would be like a Amon Shepard at the one and then J.R. Smith at the two. Carmelo, God on like, game. yeah, he was. But I always have Tyson Chandler in there to give me some height, and um, it never worked out very well. He would just miss, like, you know, right at the basket. I, I just couldn't stand it. Did you play? Uh, it wasn't Dunleavy, was it? Who was their shooter? Um, I don't think I played shooter? him. Was Stoudemire okay. in there in two K twelve? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, I think that's what I did. Yeah, no. So see, just, Stoudemire played my five when I played two K twelve because everybody, everybody I played with played against played with Miami. And they had Chris Bosh at their five. Mm, yeah. So, 
I, I was never a big fan of playing with Me and D Miami. kept it real. We weren't allowed to play Miami, just like, you know, you shouldn't play with the Warriors. I've All never right. played a regular team game with D. We always draft. Yeah, I hate that. I see you guys I do that. I love it. It's a blast. Yeah. Me and Khalil well, do the same thing. Giannis just uh, scored at the bucket. So who gets the last shot here? 24.3 uh, seconds. Westbrook, Westbrook's shooting this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there he goes. I turned my TV off, by the way, just so I can keep up with you. All right. So, <laughs> I just want you to know I ain't cheating. Wait, where are they calling? I don't know. Is he trying to He's vouch pointing for, for a review. Is he trying to vouch for Golton? That's what it looked like. I didn't see it. Oh, I don't oh. know if he touched it. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't touch that. No, nah, but you can't grab the rim like that. Oh, yeah, true. He didn't really grab the rim, though. He's just so tall that his hands are kind of there. You, but you know what? I, Giannis gets away with so much crap. Did you it see sure him? Does. You see him punch Tyson the dick the other day? And they said, they said, no, it wasn't a foul. We were just checking to see if it was assault, but we guess it wasn't. Oh, so, my gosh. how does that happen? I don't and then look, the smart charge could have went either way. I think it was a charge. I thought it was too, but I try to be uh, objective. So I, yeah. I try to be irrational when it comes to Giannis and everything he charged. So, well, dude, in the playoffs, I think he charges. He gets away with three charges a game. Oh, for sure. I can't stand watching him in the playoffs. He is like the NBA's golden boy, and like rightfully so. But you God, know, it's annoying. Get the point and why NBA coaches argue for so long. Yeah, it's like because nothing's like, going to change, dude. The play's over. Yeah, uh, we've already moved forward. Your <laughs> players aren't arguing anymore. All right, so we. Using look, if I'm then. If I'm them, I'm giving this ball to yep Giannis and just let him run a straight line. Oh, oh yes, oh yes. the bad Giannis play, man. If LeBron did that, let Twitter be blowing up right now. I can't wait. This is gonna be great. Oh man, well that's just gonna make Giannis become a better player like LeBron did. Now I got to deal with him being in the East for 20 more years. <laughs> <laughs> is Giannis your MVP? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. But people who act like LeBron don't have a case are idiots. Dude, there's so many people that have a case. Does James Harden have a case? The record's not good enough, but yeah, as an individual player, I would think so. But uh, yeah. last 35 games, Westbrook's led them in scoring. Hmm. So, 35 games, Westbrook's averaging 30 on 51% shooting. So, I can't <laughs> really I can't really vouch for Harden being the best player on the floor. He was actually struggling there. For, came out the gates hot, though. I would think Luka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luka's got a case. A case. Yeah. I mean, 7C never really has a case unless you're averaging a triple-double. Yeah. Uh, so, up three. Yeah, I'm about to say this ball's going to Middleton. <laughs> he was playing as the Celtics. Middleton would have hit that. <laughs> That's a good foul. I don't think Harden fouled out right there, did he? I, have no I, had, I haven't been paying he had, attention. He had four fouls in the first half. So, if he's played the whole second half without one foul, it's pretty impressive. Man, Harden's got to get a body on Giannis right there, too. Well, I ain't, I ain't trying to put nothing on Giannis. I am. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, chill out. Uh-oh. End of game NBA is so annoying. Yes, it is. I hate it. All these timeouts. It's ridiculous. I mean, I get it, I guess. Listen, man, Giannis is going to be a Laker, too. So. Oh, is he? You think he? Uh, you think he ever goes anywhere besides Milwaukee? I do. Yeah, I do. Dude, what if he does end up in uh in Golden State? 
first of all, if he goes to Golden State, that's going to be the most ridiculous. <laughs> it's more ridiculous than KD. Yeah, it is. And that's no, I mean, that's they, no, they, no knock on KD. How many years does Giannis have left on his deal? He's Just a free one? agent next year. Free yeah, agent next yeah, year. yeah. Because I know they were talking about trading for him this offseason, but they were like, they're going to have to give up Clay Thompson. And I don't think they trade Clay Thompson. I don't know why not. Well, because if he's going to be a free agent the next year. Yeah, but that's if he doesn't sign an extension there next year. I would just take my bet and try to trade Clay Thompson for him. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would do that I mean, too. Yeah, I would. I would. I would do that too. I'll package Clay and Wiggins and say, "Here you go. <laughs> give me, give me Giannis and Steph, and we'll ride it out." Because that's just as good as, if not better than any duo in the NBA. Yeah, that's scary that's, to think about. Yeah, and that's coming from a LeBron and AD guy. I think that. Giannis is, and I said this earlier in the year when we played them. Giannis is a level above Anthony Davis. Yeah, and I think that um, Steph's game is going to age pretty well. And yeah. Giannis is twenty five years old. So. Chris Milton is on the ground. They really didn't call a foul. It wasn't Forget Giannis that. shooting it. So <laughs> <laughs> I love how Paul George was begging for a foul at the end of that game the other night, and the yeah. report comes out, and they're like, "That's not a foul, big dog." My favorite. Hate Paul George now. Yeah, he was. You remember when uh, Tatum dropped him at the uh, in like February, <laughs> and he was like, he pushed off, and it's like, bro, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He dropped you. He completely dropped <laughs> you. I can't stand Paul George. I can't. I really can't stand Paul George. By the way, if if Jason Tatum was on the Clippers, they'd be a better team. Man, Tatum Tatum was scaring me, but he looked pretty good today. I don't know if you watched that game. I did. Yeah, he came out hot. Yeah, he did. Cut his hair. That's what he had to do. Yeah, he um I couldn't believe Dame decided he wanted a guardian coming out of halftime. Dude that if that's like not a uh like a pickup for your team, you know, like a just a yeah. mental uh pickup for everybody on the floor. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Russ is uh you know, Russ has a lot of critics, man, but I love Russ. I do too. He may not be a winner, <laughs> but that boy could play. I think he's a winner. Ball game. Um, Shout out Houston, man. I'm so happy they won that game. Man, it's just going to make Giannis be like, I got to lock in for playoffs. Uh, and Milton Houston, will be like, let me hold all these three-pointers until I play the Celtics again. I think Houston just took over the five seed from the Thunder. They took it back. Or no, they... they um, I think wouldn't they wouldn't they be half a game up now, technically? When was this picture from that you sent? Today. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Literally. Okay, yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that this other reason the Thunder or the five seed, I guess, is because they maybe do they have a better record than the Rock or the uh, against the Rockets? Yeah. They've beat the Rockets both times this year. Okay. Every gotcha. Time gotcha. So then yeah, they're they're half a game up. Yeah. All right, man. It's been about an hour. It has. It's been an hour and three minutes right now, actually. Sweet. Um don't know if we'll post this or not, but um, <laughs> we're going to try and make this like kind of a, um, I don't know, a less professional podcast and, yeah. or, or just come at it from a few different ways. Maybe have a few kind of like our other ones, um, but then have some stuff like this, have some stuff where we just talk about like Twitter arguments and streams <laughs> and stuff, you know, and just kind of casual. Yeah. just I mean, me and Justice have these conversations all the time, so. Um, all the times a stretch but i talk to Noah once a month at least no i'm talking no we talk in the uh in the twitter groups and stuff and we text rarely 
The texting Dog, the is group about. messages lit though. It'd be when popping off. Ready to go. I know, dude. I love being at work and being like, oh, I I finally have something to do. <laughs> 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 Not my work. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, uh, all right. Yeah. I don't know what we'll call this. It's not really episode one. It's just kind of, uh, um, we'll come, we'll come up with some name. We'll come with, uh, 33 rings. Um, something August 2nd, 2020. Yes, sir. (laughs) All right. There it is.